the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rescuers Radio Show. Uh, it airs every Thursday at 5.30 on Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com, and then it becomes a podcast after that, forever and ever will be there. So uh, please go to our website, rescuersradioshow.org, where you can hear all the shows. We're up to 161 now, and we're now in our fourth season. Woohoo! And uh, if you'd like to donate to the show, we are a, a listener-supported ministry, and you'll find how, it, how to do that at the website as well, uh, rescuersradioshow.org. Uh, very excited for my guest today. And it's Vicki McDermott. And Vicki uh, is, I'm going to read all this. Oh, no. Vicki does so much. And she's a vocalist, humanitarian aid music serving the world ministries, also known as MSW. And Vicki, hi. Hi. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about everything that you are and and how great you're you're working in Lord's work. You know, you 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 you're really into that. Well, the Lord is great. Yes, yeah, we, <laughs> we all know. Yes. So, uh, but I, before we get into um, uh, the my talking points, I'd like for you to share with our audience so they get to know who you are. They've never met you. Uh, tell us how you got to this point in your life. Well, I don't know. I, I'm from Ohio. We discovered we have that in common. That's a nice Go thing. Buckeyes. And I uh, started singing in church when I was three or four years old. And the truth was they just couldn't shut me up. And they let me sing. And so I decided by the time I was 17 that that's what I wanted to do. Uh, while I was in college, I met an extraordinary guitar player who taught me the Great American Songbook. And from there, I went on to work as a professional uh, jazz, pop, whatever I could get paid for, singer. (laughs) And um, during that time, I was doing a combination of um, secular and sacred music. I always kind of deeply wanted to be um, a contemporary Christian singer. And I had a lot of friends who were having great success in that area. But consistently, God put me back into the secular things. Mm. And I understood later what that was all about. But at the time, it was a bit frustrating. But um, I just kept turning up in these secular places uh, where God wasn't. 
There you go. And what I discovered, you know, what I believe is that God created all music to bring him honor and to bring him mm. glory. And that it was my job to be a light, you know, and um, whether it was secular or sacred to me, it's all sacred. And so that's kind of been my life is is doing both, but walking into places quite often where Christians are not and uh, then seeing what God can do. So that's kind of where it started. I, I met the Ravenscrofts and um, was singing at the time, and, and they asked if I would do some contract work, and I did. And ultimately, uh, my husband's a pastor. We were pastoring a church. Bob Ravenscroft came there to play, and, um, and MSW was kind of born there. And Bob is a great philanthropist, and his love is music, teaching music, offering opportunities for music mm -hmm. for people, and um, it was a great fit. I encourage everyone that's that's listening to the show uh, to visit Robinscroft. Mm -hmm. It's a great, beautiful building, and it, and it was built from for music. Yes, right? it was built for music and ministry. It's one of the best sound. It's in an even the the big room in the auditorium. Right. This, this, there's no echo. There's no bouncing around. It, it's pure. Right. Well, that's a that's a Myers constellation system, and so it's quite the system. And one of the things that Bob and Gretchen believed is that they wanted to bring people uh, into the presence of God, mm -hmm. and with the music, but also in that building, they wanted them to feel like this was a different place that God was here and that everything that would come from there would be not only well-performed, but would be uh, godly. Yeah. And so that's what we're trying to do there. And I work with the music there, perform music, but also work with the other musicians that we bring in. Yeah. Um, and there are so many ministries that come out of that building, many, many. <sighs> There's a lot of our listeners are not in in Arizona, not in Phoenix, not in Arizona. They're around the state. state. We even have some national listeners to this show. So uh, we encourage all of you to come to Phoenix and, and 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 take time to go to Robinscroft and figure and, and listen to the music there because it's quite different than any place else, right? It is. It is. I mean, the the... Um, Bob Ravenscroft always puts an emphasis on improvisation. Mm. And so what we teach, what Russell Schmidt, who's our education guy, what he teaches is always going to be about improvisation and a lot of big band things. He teaches free music lessons for junior high and senior high kids, teaches them how to improvise and read music for big bands. And um, everything is kind of improvisational that we do, which makes it different. Yeah. You know, my wife and I were there this past week and, uh, and there was a high school, uh, these were high school freshmen through seniors right. from all over the Phoenix area, all instruments, uh, on board. And they all played a lot of jazz and they did a little concert for us. It was great. Well, that was Russ Schmidt's, uh, end of year concert. 
And the wonderful thing about that, and this is what makes Ravenscroft different as well, I was brought in because I'm the humanitarian aid person. Mm -hmm. So I connected to that concert that Russ was doing with his kids and turned it into a fundraiser Mm-hmm. for a great local organization called Abounding Service who, that teaches refugees to read and helps them get their citizenship. And they're a show on um, rescuers, so you yes. be listening for yes. that. Yes, that's right. And But that was uh, all the ticket uh, proceeds would be given to Abounding Service to help them. And then um, um, Ravenscroft covers all the expenses of the production involved wow. and so everything that comes in can go to the charity so that makes it a very different place well i'd like for people to know a little bit about how you got here too yeah <laughs> <laughs> you'll love this part okay yeah so uh vicky's a, a very humble person <laughs> uh but holy cow um you have you have been in the um, the realms of some very famous artists in music, uh, Mel Torme, mm-hmm. uh, Sarah Vaughn, Joe Williams, Buddy Rich. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he was drumming up business and he found you, didn't he? Yeah, he was a kid. <laughs> I could say he was drumming up and he snared you, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, my gosh, you, you've done a lot of singing in uh, in the jazz arena and and working with top musicians, um, and I also love your quote that you you just stated a few few moments ago. All musical sounds are created and belong to God. Uh, music should be performed to bring bring uh, greater a pleasure to the Lord, right? And, right. And to honor God. To honor God. Yeah. So. Um, I've never heard anybody say that about music before, but Mm -hmm. it's the truth, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, who? Where else would it come from? Exactly. And um, so, and you you worked on both sides. Uh, You worked on you. You are an artist on, as you said just a few moments ago, uh, in in the worship business of of music and on the secular, and. What a a way to get the message across to those uh, um, that don't have the word, right? Right. And and so how did, I mean, and you went to a very famous university Mm -hmm. to get and studied music, Oral Roberts, right, in Oklahoma. So you were still young when you graduated from there, and you went, you from time to time, you you did it just fall in your lap that you play with all these famous people, or did you seek them out? Did they seek you out? How did that happen? Well, when you're a working singer uh, and you need to make a car payment and a and an apartment payment, you you work. <laughs> you work. <laughs> and so, when somebody would come to me and say, "Hey, Vicky, can you sing backup for Roy Clark yeah. or Mac Davis?" I'd say, "You betcha." I can. When they would say, look, we're looking, we've got a a short tour, we've got this, we've got that, we need a backup singer for this or that, the answer is yes. 
You know, yeah. um, I had the good fortune to work on a couple of soap operas. I know. I mean, so. Days but, of our lives. But, <laughs> but, but would you like to do this bit part here? Uh, is, is it going to get in the way of the music I'm doing? No. The answer is yes. I'll do it. <laughs> Always yes. <laughs> yeah. And so in the process. You never said, ooh, I don't want that one. No. No. Because I was a self-supporting person. Yeah. And um, and so, no. And I loved it. I loved the different kinds of music. I um, I know that, uh, I, I believe that a thread of who you are and who God is should run through it all. Yeah. Hey, I have a message for our audience. If you're if you've tuned in to this uh, episode of Rescuers a little late, uh, my my guest today is Vicki McDermott, uh, voice, humanitarian aid, music serving the world ministries, also known as MSW, as we're talking about right now. So um, how did you find Ravenscroft? Did they find you? Did you find them? And your husband's a pastor. Right. Well, I had I had met Bob because Bob is an extraordinary jazz pianist. So when I moved to Phoenix, I had met him in passing and uh, some musical situations, but I didn't know him well. And then we had planted a church. Uh, we were asked to plant a church, and we were working on that. And the bass player I, that I was working with, had started to work with Bob a little bit. And well, Bob came in the church and then he started playing piano for us a little bit. Then Richard started doing a thing with Bob where he would do the spoken word. He would read scripture and Bob would improvise beneath it. Yeah. And they started putting little programs together where Richard would tell Bible stories and it became this very cinematic kind of playing underneath him. And it was beautiful. And Bob's yeah. a master at that. Yeah. And then they had the idea, well, maybe we need a singer for this or that. So they started hiring me to do this song or that song that fit in with what they were doing. And then uh, MSW was born. And, and oh. it's like, what is it about? What's well, music serving the word of God? All music serves the word of God. Yes. So um, that's where it came from. So it started with my husband and uh, Dwight Killian, the bass player, and uh, Bob Ravenscroft, and then Rob Moore. H- had the building been built at that time? Oh, no. The building's not two years old yet. Oh, okay. And we're talking, this is 15 years ago. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We had a little office in Cave Creek, and then we went out. We went out to churches and— yeah secular gigs and we did a little traveling and did clinics and um performances in some college places and yeah. I mean, just different places so you, you mentioned uh a few names uh bob ravenscroft your husband mm-hmm. uh, richard Parrish, and there's some others uh that supply music there from time to time uh, and and you have Infamous people, and you have people with that need help with their career. Uh, how does that work? Well, the people that are performing yeah. are are we very have, well known. Well, some of them, yeah. and uh, we have the best of the local people. Yeah, all the the local jazz people yeah. in the jazz bird. We have two different venues. Mm-hmm. We have the hall that's a two hundred seat hall, and then we have the jazz bird. It's more like a lounge. Yeah. And I have a program, um, my part of the ministry is called Music on a Mission, because I like to take secular music, put it in a sacred space, or just attach a humanitarian aid or some kind of important um, need. 
And you literally take it to the world. You do a lot of traveling, right? Well, I do. I go to Belarus, and that Belarus. started, that was kind of, I, the door opened with music, and then, then I took the humanitarian aid part there. So for me, when I sing, and with the things that I do uh, with music on a mission at, at uh, the building, I try to attach really fine music, a lot of different kinds, um, to a cause, so that someone can come and hear the music, but then the monies that they either spend on the ticket or what donation they make when they come goes 100% to some humanitarian cause. So it, it can be Christian music artists. It can be jazz artists. Exactly. Well, we had Scott Wesley Brown. Yes. You know, we had Scott's him come. Scott's a long-time long friend of mine. I know. That's why I mentioned <laughs> <laughs> Because if he's your friend, he should be listening, right? <laughs> he, he, he does. He listens to the show. There we go. Yeah. Well, we had him come in, and he did a wonderful, did two concerts for us and, and raised some money for Deep Within, the organization that takes homeless men off the street here in town. Wow. So that's what's important to me. Yeah. That is where we can tie it all together. So uh, rock, does rock music ever come into the picture or or country or? or? Well, we're going to do a fundraiser for an organization called Kids at Heart. And that's coming up June 10th. And that will be the first time a country guy has been in the building. Ah, okay. Yeah. And a young man named Trey Taylor from Nashville is going to do a benefit concert for Kids at Heart, uh, which is a great organization that basically teaches teachers how to show kids how to fall in love with God. Oh, wow. Through the church environment. Yeah. And they're all over the world. They're kind of a, a really interesting organization, but it's... Um, and they're based in Nashville, or no? They are not. Okay. Um, they're, I think they're based here. Okay. But um, but Trey's from Nashville, the country yeah. singer, okay. and so that'll be the first country guy <laughs> that is in the building. <laughs> so get out your hats and boots and yeah, I'm going to <laughs> and shuffle around a little bit. And and we're young. I mean, we're not two years old yet. Yeah. So because Bob is a jazz guy, and because most of us have a jazz background. Yeah. That's what everything has been, or kind of a variation on that, Latin jazz. I'm having a gypsy jazz group come in on the 28th for my Jazz for the Soul. Gypsy and jazz? Gypsy jazz. What is that? Django. You ever hear of Django. a guitar player named Django? No. Uh, end of Second World War, occupied Paris. There was this great, great guitar player named Django, and this beautiful swing exciting style that was particularly his. It's this, It's a... People have picked up on it, and you hear a lot of uh, Django-style groups, but it's exciting Romany gypsy music. Django kind of sounds like Louisiana. It does. It? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It does, but nope, it was Paris. But nope, it was Paris. <laughs> Romany. <So. laughs> well, they have a French connection in Louisville. There you go. I mean, in uh, Louisiana. <laughs> That's right. They yeah. do. So, um, my gosh. So, um so many types of music. A very good friend of mine here in the Valley, he's a, he's a very, very well-known uh, jazz singer. And I won't drop his name here, but you probably know who it is. Uh, we were talking about this, he and his wife, and um, and I'm not, I'm not sure he's ever done anything at Robin's Croft. Um, not Ravenscroft, I no. mean. Not okay. that I'm familiar but, with, um, she won't tell me his name. Yeah, so I, I, I know, <laughs> I, and sure. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. I don't have permission to do that. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Dennis Rodman. Uh, oh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but his initials are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we were talking about the Valley in general yes. and and artists, and there is a lot. Uh, there's a large population of musicians, whether vocal or or in- instrumental or uh, in in almost all the streams of music who have chosen to live in Phoenix mm-hmm. in the Phoenix area mm-hmm. and and it's it's pretty remarkable when you look at the list the people that actually live here but yet their music is all over the world right and that says a lot for the valley of the sun i think doesn't it it does well, it's a lovely place to live and it's yeah. close if you need to get to la you know, it's a it's an easy place to fly in and out yeah. of, but it's it's close to L.A. Yeah. If you want to do something there, you know, there was a time I was kind of running back and forth. I don't do it so much anymore, but a lot of people do. Um, and this is a this is a great place to live. You know, being from Ohio, you'll appreciate this. Columbus, Ohio, is a hot hot music place. And everybody goes, really? I didn't I, know that. Really? Well, it was close to New York and it was close to Nashville. Yeah. So we had some extraordinary people there that would run back and forth from gigs in New York and Nashville <laughs> to Columbus, and, and Ohio State was there, and they could teach there. And wow. Yeah, so it was really, see, you were up in Akron. You didn't know what was going on in Columbus. All I knew were tires and blimps. What <laughs> 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 yeah. could I, what else could I say? It's Akron, you know, but, but yeah, kind of tells you what it is. <laughs> but Phoenix is like, I mean, Phoenix is like that. It's a, yeah. it's a good spot um, that's close to L.A. So uh, your music, uh, you've recorded how many CDs? You have a slew of CDs out there. I've got five or six of them, and then then there are other ones, compilation CDs that I'm on for different things. But they're, I don't even know what they are. Tell anymore. us about your CDs. Are, are they are they secular, sacred, combination? They're both. Uh, some of the CDs I've got a couple that are straight up gospel, but they're like a jazz infused gospel. I've got a CD that um, is a recording that was done from a live concert at the MIM. And that's called To Belarus With Love because the point of, of recording that CD was to uh, raise awareness and get funds for my ministry in Belarus. And that CD is all uh, great American songbook pieces. Mm. So it's all uh, classic jazz, very accessible, fun stuff. But the point of it was to support the ministry in Belarus. My goodness. So uh, so it goes around the world. Hopefully. Is there any place in the world where there is no music? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to bring in a smart person. <laughs> I mean, you got me thinking. Now, everybody has a music of their own somewhere, right? It seems, it seems so. I think you're on a track to discover all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now you've got me curious. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) so, um, when you say, uh, well, let's talk more about your CDs. You have how many CDs? Five or six? Yeah, five or six. There's, um, I have a CD that is myself and two bass players. Now only a jazz, (laughs) only a jazz lover would do that. Yeah. And it was an acoustic upright bass bass and yep. then a six string electric. And both these players, Todd Johnson and Dwight Killian, are very gifted players, just great players. And they wanted to play together. 
Wow. They're like brothers, and they yeah. wanted to play together. And so they thought, well, you know, you just two bases you can't get away with. You got to put a <laughs> chirp in there. You got to have a singer. And so, they, so they said, come and do this. And so we put, we took old hymns and and kind of put a different twist on them. And, do you know uh, Scott Wesley Brown? I don't know if you're aware of this, but he and uh, Billy Smiley mm-hmm. uh, went together. Uh, this is like 15 years ago or so, and they they went through. They re re engineered musically about a hundred very famous and very well known hymns. Mm-hmm. They didn't change the hymn itself verbally, you know, with the with the written word, but they change it with musicality, right? right. Mm-hmm. And and they do that all the time. And I have yeah. those CDs. They gave me a copy of the. I think there's two or three of those CDs yeah. around. I'm I'm sure it's wonderful. Yeah, and that is. But see, as as a jazz organization, that's what we do. Yeah. yeah. I'm 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 in I'm really thinking now about the phrase that you you used a phrase like in jazz infused. That's taking a piece of ordinary music and changing it to jazz. Kinda. Okay. <laughs> I get nothing but straight answers from Vicky, you know. So uh we're in our last two minutes of the show. Okay. <laughs> My producer Jeremy says so. Uh, this has been fun today, but I, I have a question. Those that, that that are listening that would like to know more about Ravenscroft or you, how do they get in touch with you? Well, they can always find me at uh, VickiMcDermott.com, or they can email me at Vicky at VickiMcDermott.com. And, of course, the Ravenscroft.com is uh, how you can find information about the building. Spell that all out for somebody that doesn't know. Okay. Ravens. T H E R A V E N S C R O F dot com. See, there's nothing she cannot do. It's everything. <laughs> so, uh, Vicki McDermott, you are a rescuer. Oh. And God bless you, and thank you for being on the show today. It's been a pleasure, Art. Thank you. <laughs> Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 